Hello, everybody, and thank you for listening to this episode of Not Your Average Tea Time. I'm your host, Tabari, and I'm joined with my buddy, Zach. Zach is a Clevelandite. I don't know if that's the word for people in Cleveland, but that's what I'm going to go with today. So, Zach. I, I think they call it Clevelander tea. Clevelander? Clevelander. Clevelander. I don't know about it. I never heard Clevelandite, but uh, I'm still a Clevelander. You're a Clevelander at home through and through. but in south dakota you're a clevelandite so <laughs> <laughs> so talk to me zach uh how did you become a browns fan like like were you from cleveland you born in cleveland like what started what kicked off your brown fandom i had no choice yeah <laughs> <laughs> i was born my dad looked at me and was like you're a browns fan don't even try <laughs> tell me different uh I try when we went 0 and 16, halfway through the season. I looked at him. I was like, I don't know if I can do this anymore. I might become a Pats fan. And uh, he was just he just pointed at the door and he was like, Get out of here. He was so, disappointed in you. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I honestly had no choice. <laughs> so, what was the buzz like in the city? Because you said you know you went 0 and 16 that one year. This year, the expectations were a little bit higher because you have a quarterback now. So what was the buzz like in the city before the season started? You know, you acquired Odell Beckham Jr. You had Jarvis Landry, David and Joku still on the team, Nick Chubb, um, show promise. And it's just, there was buzz in the city. What was that like for you? Yeah. Um, honestly, it was the same excitement as it usually is before every football season. Um, but, you know, you get Odell Beckham, and, uh, you know, like you said, we actually have a quarterback, so everybody's a little more excited. But um, I don't think it was any more exciting as, like, the national media has been saying it was. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's football. We love football here, so everybody's pumped. I will say that uh, the Muni lot – had a lot more people than <laughs> I've ever seen uh, in it last Sunday. So that was pretty cool. But, you know, you get all these bandwagon fans coming in and all these, uh, I mean, Jim Rome said we're America's team. So you're going to have like, you have a little more hype there. I mean, I'll tell you what, the Browns are America's team for me over the, over the Cowboys. But you said that there were a lot of people in the, what the, some lot, what the lot? Muni lot, the, the Muni, Muni lot. It's what's, like, what's uh, that? Yeah, it's, it's like the main tailgate lot. I don't know. We, know. we have a whole bunch, but like the Muni lot is the the main lot. It's like, uh, I don't know if you've ever heard of Ohio University, but it's like, it's the party lot. It's the party lot. <laughs> yeah, that's where, that's where everything happens. It's, if you want to make it on the news, you go to the Muni lot. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying if you don't want to make it on the news, that's the place to avoid. <laughs> yeah yeah well i mean it depends on what you're doing <laughs> <laughs> so you know you said it there's a lot of buzz there's a lot of uh bandwagon fans showing up for the first game after you acquired odell beckham jr and sheldon richardson on the defensive line and so mm-hmm. you know, going in the game there was a lot of hype there's a lot of excitement what was the feeling like after the game or in fact even <laughs> during the game when all right they went down what a bunch. So I was tailgating in the Muni lot and before I even got out of there, there were so many people it took forever to get out of there. Before I even got out of there, I, I looked at my phone, we're up six nothing. I was like, Okay, 
that's pretty good. Um, <laughs> get to a spot where I can watch the game. And then it was like, oh boy, uh, <laughs> all these flags, all these issues. Um, I was like, you know what? It's we're playing sloppy, but we're we're not down too bad. Like we've been down worse before. And then uh, the second half kind of happened. Not even the second half; it was more the fourth quarter. And I was like, oh boy. I actually uh, we were watching at a bar, and that pick six happened, and I was like, I'm I'm over this. Went home. <laughs> <laughs> he said, All right, I'm ahead out now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like that SpongeBob yeah. meme. So, yeah, but so <laughs> it all kind of imploded on itself after Baker got that safety, and it seems like his arm yeah. or his wrist or something got hurt, and yeah. then he was trying a little bit harder to try to make things happen. It wasn't happening necessarily naturally like it normally mm-hmm. does, but yeah. he's gonna be okay, right? They said the experts came out negative, yeah. and he's gonna be all right. Yeah, yeah, I I heard his X-rays were negative. Um, I'm not too too concerned about him it was more of the calling a play action in your own end zone yeah what was he thinking more concerned about i don't know (laughs) like it was a completely different offense than it was last year like i don't don't know what freddie was doing there we had no room he's trying to run a play action and he's got no time (laughs) i'm not even to talk about the offensive line i don't care how many seconds they had above the league average that was pathetic yeah, they really struggled. And then right. Cam Robinson, did he get kicked out? or somebody No, it out? was um, Greg? Greg Robinson. Greg Robinson. The guy barely makes the team. He goes out there and tries to kick someone in the face. And he they interview him like the, the, a few days later. He's like, oh, I didn't even know I did it. <laughs> what do you mean so, you didn't know you did it? Yeah, right? It was clear as day. <laughs> I cut him, but we can't. We got nobody. Yeah, it's looking like it's going to be a rough year for the offensive line. And he was somebody yeah. who struggled with – um, who was he drafted by the Rams at first? Yeah, they, then, he was like third overall in 2014, or second overall. Yeah, he struggled with and, the Rams uh, and then found – They caught him. I don't know who else picked him up, but then we found him. We actually <laughs> had a different guy in his position last year. Uh, it was like Desmond Harrison or Desmond Bryant or somebody. It was Harrison, um, and then you cut him, and then the yeah, Cardinals picked he, him uh, up, right? Yeah. I heard he was late to a couple meetings, and uh, <laughs> Can't have that. Dorsey and <laughs> Kitchens were like, you're out of here. Yeah, man, what are you doing? Like, so, the time is on everybody's phone. Honestly. You think so? I think it's time to move on from him. I don't know. I mean, it's so hard to find. It, you're going to have to mortgage the franchise to get uh, a decent offensive line. I mean, you saw what the Texans did with the uh, Laramie Tunsil. Laramie Tunsil. Yeah. So, they don't have I don't know any draft do. picks for like the next three drafts. No, or didn't crazy. they give up two firsts for him? Two firsts and a second, I think. That's crazy. Yeah. I'd rather just draft five of them next year. <laughs> just draft <five. laughs> One of you have to work out. If you're you're right. two of you. <laughs> mm-hmm. But so we talked a little bit about Baker Mayfield. Um, has he worn out his welcome with you yet? You know, the media and everybody talk about he has an attitude. He's always um, throwing people under the bus like Duke Johnson. He said, like, we don't want hostages here. We want volunteers or something like that, like, beat here. And then he, uh, he you know, last year he woke up feeling dangerous, and I, I really <laughs> appreciated that from him. But um, yeah, has he worn out his welcome with you? Do you think that the uh, city of Cleveland is still behind him? Uh 
it's only been one week, so no. Would I wish he would talk a little less? Yes, but he's also <laughs> the quarterback, so he's they're initiating it, so he's got to talk. Yeah. Um, I like how he handles things. It's a lot better than how Johnny handled things. Um, I wouldn't say he's like Tom Brady level or Joe Flacco level in terms of the media, but I think he's done a pretty good job for a kid that's, what, two years younger than me? Yeah, he's like 23 or something. Yeah, I'll give him he – was, he was actually my biggest worry coming into the season because, you know, like they always talk about, oh, second-year quarterbacks, we got all this film on them, and uh, we don't have an offensive line. So we'll see. I guess it's just old Browns fan in me being skeptical, <laughs> skeptical about the quarterback. See, here's the thing, man. Like, I really, really like Baker Mayfield coming out. Um, yeah. Because yeah, I wanted him. You know what's funny? When I we used to have we used to have these draft parties when we would draft one every year. We didn't have one last <laughs> year because we got it. We basically drafted Odell, and everybody knew. Uh-huh. Um, but we would have these draft parties in the Muni lot, and uh, everybody, pretty much everybody around me, booed when we took Baker Mayfield. Really? Everybody wanted Darnold. I was like the only one pumped up about it, and uh, wow, yeah, there were there are a lot of people booing it. Huh? I was like, "What are you guys doing? This guy's a beast." Yeah, man, so. And, and so like, I really wanted Baker Mayfield. I'm a Jets fan. I really wanted Baker Mayfield to come to the Jets because I knew up and down that um, Sam Darnold was going to be a Cleveland Brown, and so mm-hmm. I prepared myself for it. I watched every yep. single. Oklahoma game, watched Baker Mayfield ball out, and I was like, this dude's going to be good. Everybody's comparing him to Johnny Manziel. That's not the case. He's a no. way better quarterback than Johnny Manziel. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no need to worry here. Like He's going to be good. He's going to be a third pick. The Jets are going to grab him. And then draft day comes, and all these whispers come out. Cleveland wants Baker, and I'm like, mm-hmm. please don't do this to me. Like <laughs> Sam Darnold's going to be good. That I know, because I watched a lot of Sam Darnold tape, too. But I was like, I'm a and I'm a Southern California fan. I'm a USC fan, so I watched a lot of Sam Darnold tape. I wanted him on the Jets, but then once they said he was going number one, everybody had him picked to go number one to Cleveland. Um, I fell in love with Baker, and I was like, everybody's like, oh, he's doing this, he's doing that, he's he's grabbing his junk, he's um, <laughs> not shaking hands, he's planting the flags, he's throwing passes at other players' heads, which is all hilarious to me. I'm like, that's my boy. Uh, yeah, he's doing everything we would if we were a quarterback. Yeah, NFL. you know, he's 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 different. He's unique. He's not in the yeah. mode of the, the Brady's or the, I'm not going to say the Rodgers, no. but the, he's not in the mode of Brady. That's not who he is. And So, mm-hmm. yeah, I was just wondering if he had uh, worn out his welcome with the city. That doesn't appear to be the case. No, not yet. He'll he'll probably get the benefit of the doubt until week six, and then uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll see how this Monday night game goes, and we'll go from there. Yeah, and the thing is, it was week one, like you said, like yeah. no need to overreact. But um, Odell Beckham didn't play all preseason. I don't think Jarvis played all preseason. Like he's mm-hmm. right there. Throwing routes to people with that he had practice with, yeah, but not in the actual game. So, yeah, I get the feeling everything's gonna be all right. But you, you alluded to it a little bit here. Monday night's coming up. Um, we got 
the Jets versus the Browns. And so let's talk about that for a little bit. Um, news <laughs> yeah, let's broke talk to, about it. News, I was really confident going into that game. I'm going to be honest with you. Oh, yeah? I was. Uh, I, I had a feeling the Jets would win. Um, I, I, so there's apparently a bunch of Cleveland T, Brown T, fans. T. What's up? T. What's up? How do you blow a 16-point lead in the fourth quarter to the Bills and then feel confident going into the Browns game on Monday night? Because uh, – so that's a really good question. I had the same question <laughs> after the game. I was like, how did we blow that? But afterwards I found out that we lost our middle linebacker and he was the one who had the pick six and against Josh Allen. He had a fumble recovery against Josh Allen. After that, the Bills could do whatever they wanted to do against us. But – um, he had a groin injury. He was on track to play Monday. I don't know if they're going to play him now that Sam Darnold's out. But, mm-hmm. you know, I there's a, a there's a really large faction of Cleveland Brown fans in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, in case you were really? wondering. Yeah, so. Uh, we got the biggest backers. They're <laughs> the largest backers in the nation. America's team, man, I'm telling you. It is. Jim so, Rome said it himself. I, I literally was going to go to the game decked out in Jets gear. I was going to have my jersey, my jacket, my hoodie, my socks mm. <laughs> that I don't have. Like I was going to go decked out in this. Then news broke today that the Jets starting quarterback is out indefinitely with mono. With mono. Mono. <laughs> mono of all things. Mono. What was he doing? Yeah, man, he was out there kissing all these people. I don't, I don't know. I, was, I just... I just I just couldn't believe it. I shook my head. It kind of ruined my whole day. If I'm being honest, right? That's something that would happen to the Browns. Yes, man. <laughs> I just I just looked at them like this this franchise is a snake bit. Right. Because so we lost our middle linebacker to a groin injury. Um, we lost our first round pick. Um, last he's out for a little bit. He has an ankle injury or something. Then we get Who's Sam Quentin Williams, defensive tackle out of oh, Alabama. Yeah. yeah. He was he was. He was causing havoc on the defensive line, but then yeah, he's pretty good. he hurt his ankle, and I don't know if he's going to play Monday, but Sam Darnold comes in, and he's out with Mono. And then we hear that uh, Le'Veon Bell has to have an MRI on his shoulder, but luckily— Precautionary. Yeah. He's the one that scares me. I'll tell you that. That guy's a truck. He's a truck. He does, he, No matter how many times he got brought down behind the line of scrimmage, he did right. not— Stay down. So it was precautionary. Um, I think the test results came back and said he's okay. But yep. now we got Trevor Simeon back there who's 13 and 11. I'm not. Look. Hey, he's won more games than uh, Baker Mayfield has in the NFL. So That's true, but I don't know for how much longer. <laughs> <laughs> so, right. so, you know, uh, he's back there. And, um, you know, we traded a six-round pick in 2021 for Demarius Thomas, but he's not practicing with a hamstring injury. We don't have anybody to play cornerback, so OBJ is just going to feast on Tremaine Johnson or wherever he lines up. Boy, I sure hope so. And then the other day, <laughs> yesterday, we had Jamal Adams not practicing with sore uh. muscles or something. So eventually, you know, um, the Browns were favored by two and a half. And as okay. of today, when Sam Darnold got – you know, I think it was six and a half, wasn't it? Seven. It may have been six and a half and seven, but at the time I looked, the game was taken off the board. They was like, nope. Yeah. You, you're, not, you're not gonna be able to <laughs> bet at two and a half anymore. Same. It's seven or six and a half now. So, um, it's just 
it's just a it's just crazy. I mean, and I can keep going. Um, Geno Smith gets punched in the jaw. Ryan Fitzpatrick <laughs> in a win to go home game versus the Bills throws three interceptions. Um, the Jets pass. I love up. Fitz Magic though. You can't hate on that guy. I, I can't because he played for my team and he threw three right. interceptions. How in old is he and he's still playing in the NFL? Still playing. He I, might be I like. I think a, I read a stat. He's throwing like a touchdown for like eight NFL teams. No, no, no. He threw an interception for eight NFL teams. That's the stat. Well, Fitzmagic okay. has just been so bad. And so, yeah. you know, that's that's another chapter of my sadness. But, um, <laughs> you know, so that's that. And then you got um, the Jets GM. Did not draft Deshaun Watson, who we saw light up the Saints, because yeah, they had... we didn't either. We didn't draft him either. You didn't draft him either. We but... actually traded that pick. That was your pick. Oh, yeah. We traded back for somebody. The sadness we had him right there. Hugh Jackson wanted him. Well, Hugh Jackson says he wanted him after the fact, but we uh, I forget what we traded for, but we traded back. <laughs> I actually no, I know who we traded. We traded back for Jabril Peppers, who the... is. Out in New York right now, yeah. in the Giants. You traded him in that deal for uh, OBJ. Vernon. Oh, Vernon, not even OBJ. Oh, oh, yeah, it might have been OBJ. One of those Giants, ex-Giants. We, yeah. But you know, yeah. Jets GM doesn't take Deshaun Watson, who lights it up, and because they think Christian Hackenberg is the answer, um, <laughs> he's not. We gotta watch Bryce Petty start a game. Um, oh. Matt Sims start a game. We gotta watch all of these crazy people start a game. Then we draft Sam Darnold, but he has an ankle injury. We, he misses four games. Last year he came back on fire, but this year, week one against the Bills, he looked like he looked like he had sophomore slump. And then come to find out, he has mono. He's gonna be out to yeah. at least week five. So we got to play the Browns, who's going to feast on us. The Patriots, who are going to feast yeah. on us. We got to yeah, buy, right. and then we got to come back. He has to come back and face the Eagles, and it's just I'm sitting here he like got a tough schedule. So after that, it lightens up a lot. But you know, it's one of those. I'm sitting here. I'm overreacting. I'm upset. I'm sad. But I'm gonna try to just make it through. Yeah, re- relax. It's only it's not even week two, so it's only week two. But I'm gonna try to make it through the rest of this month without crying every night. But that's enough <laughs> of my sadness. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, last time we spoke about the Browns, you say you haven't been to a game in a while. Do you think that's gonna change this year? You're gonna try to make it the one to see the action in person. Oh yeah. Oh. I got tickets to the uh, Sunday night game against the Rams next week. Sunday next week. Oh, yeah. against the Rams. Yeah. That's yeah. going to be a good game. Yeah. So hopefully we win this one. If we don't win this one, then it's it's like everyone's going to throw in the towel. Yeah, you have to beat this one. We got a backup quarterback. Um, yeah. Middle linebacker may not play. We have no cornerbacks. Your wide receiver yeah. is better than ours. So. But if you can win this one, you can get on the roll here because you might be able to beat the Rams. Yeah. Cause they I think so. The Panthers, I haven't you know? watched the Rams yet this year, but I don't know how much faith I have in golf. The yeah. guy had a terrible rookie year, and then he comes out and lights it up. And I just, I don't know. I don't think uh, he hasn't wooed me yet. Yeah, he had a terrible rookie year, like you said. He came out, lit it up, but year two under... Let's see if he can duplicate it this year, but yeah, 
we'll see. They gave him a lot of money to to test out. So if it doesn't work, then they're in trouble, you know. Yeah. But so, what are your top three memories you have as a Cleveland Browns fan? <laughs> I know you got to dig deep in this one because they've been bad for like, uh, like top three. I don't memories. know if they're good. I don't know if they're any good. And it could be like <laughs> it could be a play that happened when you, you they drafted a player you thought that was good that you wanted, or it could be anything. <laughs> All right, I gave him my first one. Right. I was actually there for it. I was uh, I was like 10 or 11 years old, and it was Bottlegate when we were playing the Jacksonville Jaguars. And we got hosed on a call. We, Some dude <laughs> caught the ball, and they called it a catch. We went back to the line of scrimmage, ran another play, and the rest were like, hold up, we're going to review that last play that we just called a catch. And as soon as that happened, fucking plastic bottles just started coming out of the stands. Really? Everywhere. I'm with my dad and my younger brother, who was probably like seven. (laughs) And we're standing there. The booze start raining down. The bottles start coming down. They actually call the game off. My dad looks at me and my little brother's like, come on, we got to go. We're walking out. There's like fist fight going on. We get in the car. You can hear the announcers just being like, they better call this. They better cancel this game. Like, it's good. Like, refs lost control. Uh, so that was probably the main one. I tell that to everybody. I'm like, oh, yeah, that Jacksonville game back in 2001 was, uh, that was a doozy. I'm going to have to go look that one out because I don't remember that one. I don't remember uh, that one. There's just, all you have to do is Google Bottlegate. Bottle We're the Gate. reason you guys can't have, uh, like, plastic bottles during NFL games anymore Man. because the Browns fans threw them on the field at the referees. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny because I remember going to a Bears game and it was cold. It was very cold. And I had two hands. And I wanted to put one in my pocket so I can climb back <laughs> up into the grandstand. But yeah. they, the dude, I bought it from this dude and he opened it. And I was like, can you give me one not open? And he was like, nah. Yeah, no, they don't do that anymore. He's like, imagine what happens if you get mad at something and then you throw this this can onto the field and somebody get hurt, or you throw it in the stands and somebody get hurt. Like, right? We can't take that liability. And I was like, oh man, that's fair. Cleveland Browns, man. So that's the main (laughs) one. Do you have any other ones? Uh, yeah. The second one was definitely the uh, the kick six against the Baltimore Ravens and. I think it was 2015. We uh, we were tied, and me and my buddies from college, we all went. Tickets were like I don't know five ten dollars. It was really cheap. We're standing up in like the nosebleeds. I think it was Monday night, Thursday night. I don't know. One of the night games, and uh, I think it was 15-15. The Browns try and kick a field goal for the win, and the Ravens block it and take it back for six points. <laughs> <laughs> I threw my, they gave away free towels or something. And I threw that as far as I could. <laughs> it probably only went like five rows in front of me, but I was like, I'm so sick of this team. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. So I'm asking you for good memories, but these all sound like well, bad hey, memories. It's tough. Yeah. It's, they've been losing my entire life. Man. I, I know that feeling. 
The Jets <laughs> have been losing ever since I've been a fan, and it hasn't been very long. And I didn't... Oh, that's weird. You're from Chicago, but you're a Jets fan. Yeah. Not like the Bears are any better. So I'll, I'll tell a story quick. So literally, I'm from Chicago and didn't really watch sports um, before I came to South Dakota for college. So I came out to South Dakota. I was like, hey, man, um, what team do they watch out here? Because, you know, South Dakota doesn't have a pro yeah. team. And so it's the Vikings. Yeah. Hockey. Uh, ho- yeah, <laughs> hockey. Uh, UND. So yeah. uh, I was like, Vikings, huh? Yeah, I'll be a Vikings fan for a while. So that lasted for about two years. Brett Favre was tearing up the league that first year. And the second year, not so much. So what ended up happening was uh, the draft time came. And I had a good buddy who was like, man, I really want the Vikings to take Matt Khalil out of USC. We need offensive linemen. And I was mm-hmm. like, no, I want them to take Morris Claiborne out of LSU. Um, the Vikings need cornerbacks. Yeah. And then, you know, time came for the draft. The Vikings took Matt Khalil. And I was like, man, I, that that fucking sucks. <laughs> and, so, <laughs> and he looked at me and he goes, if you don't support every move the Vikings make, you can go be a Packers fan. And I was like, Okay, go, yeah, go pack pretty guns. much. You know, I was like, I really don't care about this team that if much. If you don't wear brown and orange, then you don't matter. <laughs> Not even brown and orange <laughs> at that point. So I was a Packers fan for like two hours, and then this was right. <laughs> <laughs> this was right after the Jets went to back-to-back AFC Championship games. So um, I was like, I'm watching ESPN. They're talking about them. Rex Ryan is on TV talking about we're gonna kick New England's ass and I'm like that's what I like in a coach somebody who's confident I'm gonna be a Jets fan and literally mm-hmm. it's been nothing but sadness ever since then yeah that's probably the worst thing you could take besides the Browns <laughs> man so I, I I know about the the history of uh of the New struggle but well, since we're talking about the struggle man what are yeah, your... you you didn't ask me my number one. Oh yeah sorry my bad what's your number one uh, when they put Baker Mayfield in and when they, uh, Monday Thursday night football last year, and he carved you guys up for oh, first plan in like two years. Oh man! So funny thing you should mention that. So you said you know when you put Baker Mayfield in, he carved us up. Where were you at when the coolers opened for Dilly Dilly? Oh, were that's you funny? Were you I, in I a bar somewhere? I was right across the street from my apartment at this bar, and uh, we won the game. There wasn't a fridge there, but there was a fridge across the street. And, like, the whole <laughs> building was just swarm with people. And I was like, man, you would have thought we won the Super Bowl. So that game was a bittersweet game for me, man, because, like I said, I was a huge Baker fan. And we're, yeah. defense is carving up. They're just tearing up Tyrod Taylor. And I'm oh, like, yeah. all right, we're not going to be the team the Browns beat. Baker comes mm-hmm. in. You run the right. Philly special. He catches mm, it yeah, in the end yeah, zone. Yeah, two point conversion. And yeah, and I was like, oh my. So for a while there, I'm not gonna lie to you, I had Baker Mayfield as my screensaver at work. And so <laughs> yeah, showing up, showing that up. He's just tiptoeing yeah. through the end zone. Uh huh. Just smiling. He's he's he's. That was a Todd Haley play, actually. Was it? Yeah, he's no longer with the. Well, you know, the Steelers before that season, before they would go for two all the time. It was Todd Haley. Yeah. And then Todd Haley came here, and then he got a little bit of a. Uh, Tissy with uh, Hugh Jackson, and then Dorsey was like, I'm sick of it. You guys are both on. Yeah, y'all both gone. Now I got Big Fred. That was surprising to me that he let both of them go, but uh, yeah. 
one one more keynote for that game before we touch on I'll touch on that a little bit more. I heard a story that Baker Mayfield gets in the game, right? And he's just lighting up the Jets. And then mm-hmm. so somebody on the Jets defensive line starts talking shit to Baker Mayfield. <laughs> Baker Mayfield laughs and goes, I don't even know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen that. I've seen that highlight. And so, and so like all the offensive linemen get off the field and they start laughing. And then offensive line coach whoever was at the time was like, what's so funny? And then they tell the story, and then I was just like, man, Baker, Baker, Baker. How dare you <laughs> yeah. talk shit to my team like that, yeah? Right. But Yeah, that's why we like him. He just he feeds off that stuff. It's like when you talk shit to LeBron. I, I'm not comparing Baker to LeBron because that's a whole different story, and it's another sport. But you don't poke the bear. You don't poke the bear. You, no. You let him sleep, and then uh, when he wake up – you get him while he's tired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you try. You try at least. But so um Browns are coming back to Cleveland. I mean uh New York. They're coming to New York and they're gonna play they're gonna uh, go against their old defensive coordinator, Greg Williams. How yeah. did you, how did you feel about old Greg and his defense? Do you think it was too aggressive? Not aggressive no. enough. You know Miles Garrett. Not at all. Whoa. I love Greg. I actually wanted Greg to be the head coach for a while. Really? Probably up until, like, November, December. And then I texted my dad. I was like, you think they're going to hire Greg Williams uh, as that coach? And he was like, oh, why don't they just hire Freddie? Like, Greg came in with the old regime. Like, mm-hmm. they don't really want him. Why don't we just give Freddie a chance? And I was like, oh, that's a pretty good idea. So, and then they hired Fred, and I was like, this is kind of cool. But seeing his play calling after last week, I don't know. I'm a little, I'm a little worried. Yeah, and I think that may happen. Too many listen. play actions. No, nobody bit. Nobody on the Titans bit on that play action. I don't know if they weren't selling it enough or like. You didn't get the run what game the deal was. No, and we have Nick Chubb, who I went to training camp this year, and that guy's gonna. He should have over a thousand yards this year. Man. He he's a beast. He just he runs right through the line, and every carry he get he got last game was like, okay, this guy can get something going. But when you get all those penalties, it's kind of hard to fool the offense. And it's like, okay, every time Nick Chubb's out here, here comes a run and or a play action. <laughs> We're just gonna blitz the quarterback. Yeah, we'll get him. Titans, yeah. Titans did a great job. I don't lie. They did, man. I think everybody overlooked them. I overlooked mm-hmm. the Titans. I picked them. Cause uh, we, me and another good buddy of mine, we picked our division winners for the AFC and NFC and Super Bowl predictions. And needs to say, <laughs> mine's isn't looking so good right now. I picked the Titans to finish last in the division, and I picked the yeah. Jaguars to. I think I actually picked them to win the Super Bowl this year. Oh my! What are you thinking? They don't even have a court. Well, they got that cool quarterback. Yeah, uh, Gardner Mish- yeah. Minshew. Something. He's got a. Well, see, so the thing is, I picked them before the season started, so Nick Foles was still, his arm still worked, and then after I that touchdown know. pass, it just fell off. So I just, <laughs> I just, it's not looking good for me right now. I'm already. Yeah. Uh, we'll see if he comes back, but yeah, man, that was a good game. I'm looking forward for Greg Williams' homecoming. Your boy Odell yeah. Beckham apparently is not. I do like Greg. He reminds me of my first hockey coach. Just mean. Just mean. Yelling the f bomb at a bunch. <laughs> Always talking shit. <laughs> oh yeah. So Odell Beckham Jr. was like, "Hey, 
I'm not excited for Grant to come back. Like he's just uh No, yeah, do you see what he said in that? It's bulletin board material. Yeah, he was like uh he's dirty, he wants to take me out or something crazy like that. Yeah, like he said something about in two thousand seventeen how he was telling their players to take him out and hurt him and he would probably never come back. So I don't know. Hopefully hopefully that that pumps him up a little bit. Yeah, hopefully that does pump the Jets up a little bit, man. Well, no, pumps Odell up. Oh, uh, Odell. Hopefully he starts running the right routes. They didn't look like him and Baker didn't look like they were on the same page last week. I, I think that's what it was, man, because he didn't play at all. He just no. didn't play Did at all you, uh, There was an interview after the game with Jarvis Landry, and one of the reporters was like, um, do you think your lack of play in preseason affected like your timing or like your uh, chemistry with Baker and before like he could even finish the the question Jarvis was like don't even ask me that and they got (laughs) they got a a bit of a fit he was like don't even ask me that and that was the end of that it's a fair question man but it was I agree playing hockey I don't think I can go in concrete feet and have a good game the first game. I think I need a few. Yeah, you're going to need the warm-up game at like least. I, but, my, I played golf today, and I played it like a month, and I went out there, and my first two or three tee shots were right in the woods. So <laughs> <laughs> I know it's golf and football, but still. We need that warm-up, but it'll be a good game, man. Well, I'm going to ask you for your prediction at the end of this, but I need to know, <laughs> what are your worst – Three moments as a Browns fan. I think I just well, I think I told you two of them. Which ones? Uh, uh, no, well, so it's weird because one of my favorite ones was when we drafted Johnny. The whole bar went insane. We probably partied till like four a.m. Really? I was, I was like a senior in college. It was amazing. Everybody loved it. I was trying to buy. I literally was trying to buy a jersey that night. Thank God I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> that was bad. Uh. The 0-15 year was, the 0-16 year was pretty bad, too. Probably the moment I was trying to become a Patriots fan. <laughs> My dad was like, no, you got it. And then, honestly, that tie against the Steelers on the opener last year, that was pretty awful, too. Because, like, we were right there. We just didn't have a kicker to put it through the upright. Yeah, man. I remember watching that. I was like, the Browns are going to do it. They're going to win right. one. And then pouring rain. Pouring, I was in Arizona on vacation. So it was so sunny <laughs> there. But we were watching it and then listening to it on the radio. And I remember I was floating in the pool and I was like, oh, the Browns missed this one. It's a tie. I was like, oh my gosh. I think I checked my phone three or four times after that just to make sure it was actually a tie. You had to refresh it a few times and make sure it's yeah. actually a tie. If we would have added another win the last season, we might have been in the playoffs. So, here's what, here's a question for you, man. What is it like to go 0-16 as a fan of a team? I know you say you want to jump to the Patriots after that, and I wish you would have picked the right team in the AFC East, the Jets. But um, I wouldn't say I wanted to go to the Patriots after that. I don't think I had any choice. I actually, you know, it's funny. I am a closet Bills fan. I love Buffalo. How? I got a ton. I got a ton of buddies from college that are from Buffalo, uh-huh. and we. I actually go to one of their games every season 
and it's a blast every time. A Bills game? Um, yeah, Bills game. Hey, Bills man. games are a blast. I better love not. the Bills. I love the fans. It's just they're basically the Browns. <laughs> <laughs> a sadder version of the Browns since they actually yeah. been the Super Bowl three times and lost. Yeah. But hey, man, I better not ever see you on Twitter giving pal drive through a table. Oh, that's yeah, on no. fire. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't. Do, I don't know if they let you guys do that. So maybe not in Buffalo anymore, but I saw a video this past Sunday of the table was on fire. Somebody got put through it, but maybe that was in actually. That was in Buffalo. They lit it on fire. Maybe that was in New York. I think mean, maybe just yeah. Buffalo banned that. Maybe Cleveland. I saw some crazy <laughs> stuff in the tailgate <laughs> this past Sunday. I took my girlfriend with me, and uh, she's only tailgated twice. Once last year against, uh, I can't remember. It was a game right before Christmas, and then we went this year. And she was like, wow, there's just so many more people here. and It's wild. I was like, yeah, just wait till you have to go to the bathroom because you're going to have to wait two hours. Oh, no. It was just crazy. They only put like four porta potties in the whole parking lot. Who thought and that was a like, good idea? There's, there's a ton of people there. And I've, <laughs> I just go in the woods. <laughs> these girls have to wait. Like These girls literally have to get there, open a beer, and then get right in line. So, like, they don't have an accident. It's crazy. <laughs> Man, that's crazy. It's bad. I, the, if the media lot is listening to this, they need to figure it out and put some more porta potties in there for all of us. Help the fans, media lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just get more pot- porta potties. So, real quick, if you could talk about it, what's the craziest thing you saw at the tailgate? I saw some guy um, turn a, well, I didn't see him actually turn the cooler into a. Uh, wheelchair slash scooter. But he showed up, <laughs> and he was driving around the museum, which was pretty cool. I actually saw a couple of younger kids there too, like ten and under, which I was like, "Oh, you guys, you guys look like some cool parents." Because I was never allowed to do this. Are you <laughs> Otherwise, it was not so bad. Man, so. I've only tailgated once, and that was for the Bears-Jets game in Chicago. And I'll tell you what, man, I didn't see anything crazy, but, you know, I just felt like it was a lot of good hospitality there because we showed yeah. up. Didn't you did. What kind of jersey were you wearing? I was wearing a Jets jersey, and oh, everybody boy. told me I was wearing the wrong jersey. Everybody, everybody else I was with was wearing Bears gear. Oh. But, like, uh, I was like, hey, man, can I – I get some Jack. Can I buy some Jack Daniels from you? He's like, No, you can't buy it from me. I'll just give it to you. And I was like, <laughs> Yeah, right. I was like, Are you, are you sure, man? Like, I, I got money. He's like, no, 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 I'll just give it to you, man. But first thing, see some ID. Make sure you're not the police. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> like that's, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, I'll that's sh- another thing too. You gotta, you gotta watch out for those undercovers, especially if you're an underager. Yeah, and then they're gonna they'll get you, get you real <laughs> quick. Yeah, I probably booed every Titans jersey I saw last night. <laughs> I was lucky that, you know, there was a quite a bit of Jets fans there in Chicago. And I was like... Really? Well, yeah, Chicago's a big city. Yeah, it was a little bigger city. And I was like, hey, can we be friends? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't, and so we got into the stands, and I don't know how friendly Cleveland is in the actual 
stadium when she sat down, but like there's people behind me just talking shit all game. And then once my <laughs> once my Jets team did something good, I was like, there we go, first down. And then somebody looked at me and it was like, what team are you cheering for? I was like, <laughs> the Jets. He's like, I couldn't tell. He turned around. I was like, yeah. that was a good one. Like, that was a good yeah. one, man. Burn. Yeah, I walked right into that one, you slot son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. But, man, do you have any predictions on how this game is going to go? Do you really uh, think that the Browns are going to just you, – you, you better win. Do you, you, oh, you better win. going to predict the score here. 40 to nothing. 40 to nothing, man. If <laughs> if they win 40 to nothing, which is a possibility, I'm not going to lie to you. Um, I need you to buy a lottery ticket. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I will. Uh, we're only favored by what, like two and a half points? Last I saw it was two and a half, but it's probably going up by now. Uh, yeah, 42 nothing. 42 nothing. <laughs> Hold on, I'm going to check this quick. One second. I'll just edit this. No, you guys just score. You think so? I I don't. I really don't know if we will. Man. You have Le'Veon Bell. How did you not score? Because our quarterback is Trevor Simeon. All you have to do is <laughs> hand it to Le'Veon Bell. True. You guys probably have a better offensive line than we do. Our defense is supposedly pretty good, but he said I haven't seen it. Oh, so it's all right. All right. All right so. The lines and bets have all changed. So, um, the spread is six and a half Cleveland. Okay. Over under forty four points. Mm. That's a tough one. After last game, I have to say under, but I don't know. I'm not a betting man, but I said we were going to score forty forty two points, so let's get a push. So, oh, you're gonna push. <laughs> I'm a, I'm not a betting man, but if I have to take the spread, I will bet the spread that Cleveland wins by more than a touchdown. Um, not more than a touchdown. That's a good bet. Yeah, you know, they'll win by more than one. Like they'll they'll it'll be a seven point difference between Cleveland score and the Jets score, at yeah, least. I I have a weird feeling it's gonna be all field goals. So. <laughs> oh, oh man, what a game Monday night. Yeah, right. all field goals. As for the over under, I'm gonna take the under. Forty four points is a lot of points scored. That doesn't happen yeah, too it often. Is. Yeah, it is. Uh, Who's the NFL? I'm just picking my field against uh, a bunch of nobodies in the backfield. It really just depends on uh, if our. Middle linebacker if you starts. guys can score. Yeah, <laughs> if we can show up. <laughs> if you guys can score. <laughs> we'll hit the over if you guys have a touchdown. But... <laughs> All right, man. So wrap this thing up here. What are your predictions for the season? Do you think the Browns make the think they make the playoffs this year? And if so, how um, far do they go? That's a good question. So every year I fill out a schedule at work. <laughs> <laughs> and this year, I actually had them beating the uh, the Titans, so that didn't work out too well. I think it was like eleven and five. I'm not sure. Um, 
But, you know, I'll be happy if they have 10 wins this year. Even if they, last year, what did we go? Like, seven, seven like eight, eight seven, seven, eight, one. Uh-huh. If we get eight wins, I don't care what anybody says. They're going to say it's a disappointment. No, we went 0-15, we and, and then we went 0-16, and, and then we had seven wins. If we have eight or nine, if we have ten this year, that'll be a win for me. I actually put, uh, right after we signed Kareem Hunt in February, I put $6 on the Browns to win the Super Bowl, and they were like 30-1 to 1 odds. So that'll pay out 180 bucks. so hopefully they win the Super Bowl. Yeah, I, I'm rooting for you, man. Six dollars to 180, yeah. like that's that sounds yeah, like right? good money to me. We got another one of these calls, and uh, I can just laugh at your jokes. <laughs> <laughs> man, if we have one of these calls, first off, so if the Jets lose, you can expect some messages from me. I'm gonna shoot them your way. Um, you're not gonna yeah. be happy about it, but well, uh, if the Browns win. Send it my way, man, because, you know. It'll be the first one again this season, just like last season. The battle of. Funny, funny how that lines up. So the result's going to be different this year. That's the crazy thing. It's not going to line up like that. <laughs> Browns are going to uh, lose. And then, uh, uh, you know. You might be getting mad at yourself. Yeah, I'm, I'm the only person who believes that, so. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Everyone's a bit skeptical out here. And to each year, the local sports talk radio guys are uh, looking for stuff to talk about. And I wouldn't say they're too confident, but I wouldn't say I was too confident going into the Titans game either. I was a bit nervous. Me and my buddy, I was like, I, I don't know about this game. He's like, yeah, same. I just got this weird feeling. And then they blow us out with like 30 points. So. Man. Let's hope that It'll be fun to watch, that's for sure. Let's hope the same thing happens this year. But we're gonna wrap up let's... this episode uh of your average not your average tea time. We host Tabari and my buddy Zach is joining me and we're gonna get him on the podcast again, especially if the Browns make it far in the playoffs. <laughs> so when when the Browns make it far in the playoffs. If if they <laughs> do. So yeah. Hey everybody, thank you for listening to this episode and we look forward to catching you next time.